NASCAR fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar Series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar Series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this week's edition of Pit Pass Indy. Presented by High V. We are proud and honored to bring High V to the show as the presenting sponsor of Pit Pass Indy. We will continue to cover the entire NTT IndyCar Series community, and our new partners at High V will help us tell those stories. High V is proud to be the sponsor of the High V IndyCar Race Weekend at Iowa Speedway as IndyCar returns to the fastest short track on the planet July 21st to 23rd, 2023. For tickets, fans can visit HyVIndyCarWeekend.com or call the ticket office at 641-417-6007 Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. All of us at Pit Pass Indy hope everyone enjoyed the 4th of July holiday. For some, it may have been a long weekend. For others, it may have been a week of summer vacation. However you celebrated, we hope you enjoyed the holiday. The NTT IndyCar Series was in action at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course for the Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio from June 30th to July 2nd. IndyCar teams enjoyed an off weekend this past week, but it's back to action this weekend as the series heads north of the border for the Honda Indy Toronto. The action begins with practice on Friday, another practice and qualifications on Saturday, and the race on the streets of Toronto on Sunday. Scott Dixon is the defending winner of the Honda Indy Toronto and has been to victory lane in that race four times in his career. He's going to need to score another victory this weekend if he hopes to close the gap on his Chip Ganassi racing teammate, Alex Pelot, who takes a mammoth 110-point lead into the street race around Toronto's exhibition place. Pelot has won the last three races on the schedule and has won four of the last five IndyCar contests. While the rest of the IndyCar field is screaming, look out, Pelot, our featured guest on this week's show is 1986 Indianapolis 500-winning driver and three-time PPG Kart World Series champion Bobby Rahal. As a team owner, Rahal's drivers won the Indianapolis 500 in 2004 with Buddy Rice behind the wheel and 2020 with Takuma Sato driving to victory lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Rahal is one of the three owners at Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing, along with former television icon David Letterman and Southside Chicago industrialist Mike Lanigan. Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing has three cars in the NTT IndyCar Series, including the driver of the number 45 High V Honda, Christian Lungard, driver of the number 15 United Rentals Honda, Graham Rahal, and driver of the number 30 Hub International Limited Honda, Jack Harvey. 
I caught up with Bobby Rahal at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course on July 1st to talk about his relationship with High V and other IndyCar-related topics for this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy presented by High V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by High V, is Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan team owner Bobby Ray Hall. Bobby, you do a lot of business with High V. They're one of the sponsors of the team. They're the sponsor of the number 45 Honda with Christian Lungard as the driver. You have a very good relationship with them, and they really seem to be exactly what IndyCar needs in 2023 to help move the sport forward. How excited are you to be involved with a company like that? Well, you know, I have to say, of course, we were first introduced to them in uh, what, 2021, I believe, and just tremendous people. Uh, obviously, a tremendous company, but a company is made up of its people, like our racing team is made up of our, you know, people within our team. And, uh, you know, I've always liked kind of the way they do things. You know, they, they do things absolutely right. But, you know, they're not braggarts. They're not, you know, they just get it done and done well done very well and I like to think we're a little bit like that too. Um, so it's been a real honor for us to be associated with Hy-Vee over the last year, two years or so and you know when you look at what they're doing for IndyCar racing aside from you know our association but with the Iowa race uh, you know the concerts the promotion of go to a Hy-Vee grocery store and you know anywhere in the Midwest and it's nothing but IndyCar you know, promotional material everywhere, hanging from the ceiling, end caps. I mean, you name it, it's there. And, and to be frank, I think they do more for IndyCar than any, there's any other single sponsor. And, uh, and by a long way. And so I, uh, for us, it's a, a real honor uh, to be involved with them. Great people, wonderful people. And um, yeah, we look forward to, you know, uh, more years, more races together. And when you think of how it all came together, it was during the COVID year of 2020. It was a double header at Iowa right, Speedway with right. limited crowd, the Friday night, Saturday night double header at Iowa. And as I recall, Hy-Vee was the second sponsor on the second race of that right. double header. Right. So the team had to basically rewrap the car overnight That's to correct. get the sponsor logo and everything on it. Yeah. And then this relationship grew from that point to reviving Iowa Speedway, bringing yes. it back to IndyCar for the 2022 season with right. a doubleheader. Right. And now back in 2023 with an even bigger lineup of entertainment for the doubleheader, the high V yeah. IndyCar weekend at Iowa. When you reflect back on 2020, how fortunate and fortuitous it was for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing, to be able to attract them as that sponsor oh. for that one Iowa race. Yeah, I mean, tremendous. I mean, um, one of our, our good friends, Tom Bayland, uh, does a, does business with Hy-Vee, you know, basically does, you know, packaging for them and what have you, uh, product packaging. And we were introduced to Hy-Vee through Tom. You know, he uh, he was so critical on, from our end of the, our side of the table towards getting Hy-Vee involved. And of course, Hy-Vee was, you know, being in Iowa, it was a big event for them. And, you know, really from there it took off. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Hy-Vee is the kind of client, partner, sponsor, whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. That's the kind of, that's the kind of partner you're, lo you're looking for because these people are, you know, when they decide to go in, they go in. You know, they don't play at it. They, uh, they do it right. Just like if you remember the, the days with Target, 
you know, very similar uh, situation. So, and for them to be with us is just a huge honor for us, privilege, uh, because there's, like I say, and, I, and it's, I can't overstate it, they're just really high quality people with a high quality company and we're just fortunate to be involved with them. And at the time it was CEO Randy Edeker, who's now Hy-Vee Chairman Randy Edeker, but he had this vision. And when did you realize this guy has a vision for what he can do to help not only move your team forward, but move IndyCar forward and move Iowa Speedway forward? Well, yeah, well, you know, not just Randy, but Donna Tweeten, who now is president. She was head of marketing. Uh, you know, Hy-Vee, Hy-Vee had been involved in a lot of major sports promotions over the course of the of years that probably, unless you lived in that area, may not have known, you know, major, uh, 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 major, uh, major collegiate and amateur and, and other sports yeah, entities but, out but, in the you know, upper Midwest. But, but probably the, the, the world's biggest uh, triathlon, for example, and they, they, that was huge. People came from around the country, maybe even outside of the country for that. Um, you know, so the, the point being is when Hy-Vee gets behind something, they really get behind it. And of course, already they, you know, they're backers of, 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 you know, of Kansas City and, you know, in the football and University of Iowa, Iowa State, you know, I mean, you name it, they're everywhere. Um, even the even the Packers. So I, I'm not sure I like that part of it being being a Bears fan. But uh, no, just kidding. Um, but you know, they, as I said, when they when they become involved, they absolutely do it to a T. And uh, not many, not many sponsors do that. They get it and then they play with it, but these guys are serious. You've been involved in many great sponsors through your career as a driver. One time you had Budweiser and then later it was with Miller. Right. And you had three championships, PPG Kart World Series championships. You won the 1986 Indianapolis 500. Is anything that Hy-Vee does now remind you of those sponsorships back in the days when you were a big name in, as a race driver yourself. Well, I mean, for sure. You know, when we were involved with Budweiser and Miller uh, uh, and even Molson, you know, those were consumer brands. And so they, you know, they, they individually, they did everything they could to promote uh, not just their brand, but their relationship in motorsport. Uh, obviously, their relationship with me. And, you know, this is very similar. You know, Hy-Vee's bringing in companies that have no have never really been involved with racing. So, you know, that's different. But, uh, you know, the, that era that I drove in the 90s, uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, when you had the beer companies, you had the tobacco companies promoting the hell out of the sport. Um, that's no different then than what we're seeing today with Hy-Vee. Also, the fact that it got the governor of Iowa's attention yeah. to revive Iowa Speedway. Right. Randy Edeker went to her, and they got together to try to revive Iowa Speedway. Right. Then they got Roger Penske on board, and since then, it has turned Iowa Speedway into what was a nice trip on the schedule to the grassroots fans of the Midwest into probably the biggest race of the summer on the IndyCar no, schedule. Well, I mean, Iowa is a great, great, great track. Yeah. I, it's rough. Is it the prettiest track or the smoothest track? No, but that's what makes it so good. I mean, it's, it is a, it produces great races, which is why people go there and why we, I'm thankfully, we went back there a couple of years ago, thanks to high support and um you know you go to iowa and you get a race and i mean it entertain you don't know where to look there's so much going on 
So uh, this year is going to be phenomenal. You know, to show you how serious people are about the Iowa weekend, you know, we were there testing I know, about a week ago. Andretti was there. Uh, Ganassi was there. I mean, you name it, they were all there because it's a very important weekend. You know, it's a challenging track. So you don't want to... You don't you don't want to brush over it. Or you don't want to think you've got a handle on it because it's a it throws a lot of challenge at you. Not only that, but it's back to back double header oh, weekend, yeah, which is going to put a lot of commitment from the team, from yes. the drivers, yeah. to be able to have two full races, back to back days, day races in the heat of the summer at oh, Iowa. Yeah. How challenging is that from well, a team that's, standpoint? That's tough. That's tough. The heat. I mean, it's it's hard for the drivers for sure, but it's also hard for the crew. People are sitting there staying in the pits all day being, you know, getting baked. You know, I, uh, uh, and yet you don't really hear anybody complain about it. it once again, just because it's a great event and, uh, you know, the quality of the entertainment is out of this world. You know, it's like Vegas goes to Iowa, you know, and, or Nashville goes to Iowa is probably a better uh, way of saying it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just so special and it's all because of high beam. A lot of the drivers, Probably like to see some of those concerts themselves. I know yeah. they've got a lot of work to do, but is it almost kind of like an incentive? If you get your work done early, you might be able to go out there and yeah, see I, some of the Ed Sheeran yeah, concert or the Gary Underwood. I don't know if the drivers get to see it, but their wives, girlfriends, kids, you know, families, you name it, they all get to see it. It's, it's a hell of a weekend. And last year, Hy-Vee sponsored Jack Harvey, and he became the poster boy of the race. This year, they sponsor Christian Lungard, and he's kind of the po poster boy for Hy-Vee stores. Right. To get that type of exposure, exactly what IndyCar drivers need. Yeah, well, not just IndyCar drivers, IndyCar. IndyCar. I mean, you know, I don't think any company involved in this series does what Hy-Vee does for the series. I don't think it's even close. You know, uh, you don't you don't see. I don't know. Any, I can't name a sponsor right now, but in terms of promoting the series in front of the consumer public, Hy-Vee's miles ahead of everybody else. And can you see them expanding their role in IndyCar, perhaps in the future? Well, you know, they are expanding as a company. You know, now into uh, Indiana and in Indianapolis. You know, into Nashville into Birmingham, Alabama, uh, expanding further into Wisconsin, into Illinois. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, you'd have to believe that there's every reason that they would continue and they would expand their uh, promotional activities as they grow. And when you see the blueprint that they've created for a big event. Yeah. How much would you like to see other venues on the oh. schedule do the same thing? I want there to be a promoters meeting and for them to explain to the other promoters what they do so that, because let's face it, promoters make a big difference in the acceptance of a race in a community. You know, and if, you know, look at Long Beach, great promotion. Every year, you know, they knock it out of the park. I don't think there's anything, you, I don't think you can have any criticism of Long Beach because they just, well, first off, it's been around forever and they know what to do and they do it year in and year out. And there are clearly events that uh, need to learn from that in my estimation. And I'm hopeful that, you know, over time they will. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. 
for good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered, all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Welcome back to Pit Pass Indy presented by Hy-Vee. Here's the rest of my exclusive interview with Bobby Rahal. Haven't had a chance to have you on the show since you opened your new shop in Zionsville, Indiana, and you just this year turned 70. So obviously Thank you it for shows, reminding me that. It shows, though, that at 70, Bobby Rahal's anything but slowing down. Oh, no. The facility that you've created in Zionsville, Indiana, is probably the best IndyCar race shop yeah. of any IndyCar racing team. If you could tell our listeners just the commitment that you have to move auto racing and well, Rahal Letterman-Lanigan racing yeah, it's forward. Not, it's not just me. It's Mike Lanigan. You know, to be frank, I don't know what we'd do with, without Mike and his family. Um, you know, David Letterman. Um, you know, as I've said to people, if you ever doubted our commitment to motorsports, I think this building kind of answers that question or that doubt. I mean, we're here. Uh, racing's been my life. I mean, it's that simple. And, uh, and I just... I don't see me, you know, reducing my role or slowing down. Uh, that's just not me. And, uh, you know, I still have a very competitive fire. I, I want us to win races. And, uh, you know, um, but that's why today, days like today make it so special. When you respond after, after disappointment, you respond by really performing. You know, we're not there yet. We got, we got a ways to go, but... These are indications that the people within this team have risen to the challenge, and we're going to be there. And we're doing the interview at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, where on Saturday, all three Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan drivers made the Fast 12. Two of them made the Fast 6. And your son, Graham, after the disappointments he's had at the Indianapolis 500 this year in qualifications, although he did get back into the race, was able to come 
ever so close to getting a pole. His first front row start in four years. How much did Graham Rahal need that qualifying performance in well, Mid-Ohio? Well, he needed it for sure, but and we needed it. But as I've told people, you know, there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks out there that are ready to dismiss somebody or of course they've never driven a race car and they're, they're just they've got they've got opinions uh and of course there have been a lot of people who have said well the only reason graham rail is there is because of me or he's washed up or whatever but as i've told people before and scott dixon would not have the level of success he's had without uh the kind of team that scott that chip ganassi's put together same thing holds true for Roger Penske and his drivers. Those guys are only as good as the team. And, um, and in, this, in our case, you know, we've, we have not performed to the level that we need to perform on a day-to-day basis. Today was a peak, sneak peek at what we can do as a team. And we've been there before. It's not like this is the first time, but we've been there before. But you give any of our drivers the right car and they will be there. They'll be in the in the hunt. And today was an example of that. Another one of those drivers that has a spectacular future is Christian Lungard. I know that when you brought him to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway as a 19-year-old a couple of years ago, a lot of people may not have been familiar with him. How did you get to know Christian Lungard and see the potential that this guy from Denmark has? Yeah, well, we were introduced to Christian through a, a fellow I've worked with for many years, Rick Gorn, who uh, uh, is based in the UK. And Rick was one of the principals of Reynard Cars, so he's been around in racing for many years. Represented a lot of people, Gilles DeFerrin, you know, people like that. And you know, Rick is the one who knew of Christian and said, you guys should take a look at this guy. He's, he's pretty good, he's in GP too. He's won a couple races, young kid. Um, and so we gave him that shot at, um, at, uh, at Indy GP and he damn near put it on the front row on pole. I mean, it was like, I don't know, four hundredths of a second off pole or something. And, uh, you know, had a strong race and, uh, you know, then we hired him for last year. And again, last year being a rookie, you know, you're getting to know everything about the series and the tracks and ended up rookie of the year, did a very good job. Uh, and this year, just stronger and stronger pole position at Indy GP. You know, um, he was in the top six in Elkhart Lake, top six here. In qualifying, um, he's been the top six, I think, one or two other places this year. So he's a he's a young man that I think has a, a good future and long future uh, in IndyCar because he's young. He's 21 years old, so he's got a lot of runway out in front of him, and we're just glad he's with us. And he has this focused attitude, this personality. He does have a good sense of humor, but it's kind of cold and calculating yeah, in some ways. Yeah, right? Yeah. Danish humor. Yeah, and I mean, how long did it take for you to really kind of understand him a little bit? Because when you first met him, he was fairly robotic in many ways, but yeah, you could but, tell how serious he takes oh, yeah. racing. Oh, yeah, and you know, you know, Christian, like many in racing, you know, his father was a world rally champion. He comes from a racing background. Uh, you know, the expectations uh, for him, uh, he understood, you know, through his father and his experience and, you know, karting all the way up to GP2. So, you know, these young guys coming up out of GP2 in particular, they're very, very professional. And, uh, and Christian's an example of that. There's still a lot of races left in the 2023 NTT IndyCar Series season, but do you feel that after what the team's been through this year, 
to be able to now be back on the rise up, that you can build a foundation to make a concerted effort in 2024 to be a championship contender? Well, we're not giving up on this year. Um, but, you know, right now for us, it's race by race, weekend by weekend, focusing, improving. Um, you know, there's we're only at the halfway point in this season. So uh, there's a lot of races to, to, um, to win. There's a lot of races to perform well in. You know, this, this series is so tough. I don't think anybody really has a true appreciation if you're not in it, just how difficult it is. And, um, you know, we're talking hundreds of, I mean, Graham missed pole by three one hundredths of a second. What, what does that equate to? You know, I don't know, a foot over the course of a two and a half mile track? I mean, it's crazy. Um, so, but the, but the point being is you just can't, you know, you just can't let up. You can't lose your focus. You can't think about things that are too far ahead of you. It's every day. Bring your A game every day to whatever you do. And, uh, and uh, you know, with the commitment we're making to this team, Mike, David, and I, and to the sport, you know, we'll get there. Mid-Ohio has always been a special place to you. It's been a special place to the Ray Hall family. In many ways, it's been home to the Ray Halls. It was home to your mentor, team owner, the man who helped bring you to the big time, Jim Truman. Yeah. He owned it. To be able to have Mid-Ohio serve as a pivotal moment in the 2023 season, does it just seem like it's the right place yeah, for I, that I th to happen? I, th I think so, to a degree. I mean, <clears throat> you know, everybody said this was our home track. I kind of always felt, thought Road America was, but uh, having gone up there for so many years as a kid to watch races. But, um, but obviously, we had a lot. I've had a lot of success at this track. Graham has had success at this track. Uh, the connection with Jim Truman. Uh, I mean, I can give you all kinds of reasons why this this place is special to us. And and I know when Graham won here in 15 or 17, I can't remember what year it was, to some degree, I think he said that's more important than him winning Indy just because of the historical value that this track has to our family. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this performance this weekend so far couldn't have come at a better place. And then looking ahead to the Iowa race, it's back-to-back -back races, so there'll be a double points weekend because right. of the two races. Right. How do you feel the team is prepared for the short ovals? Uh, we had a good test there a couple a week ago or so. Um, I think we're going to be good. Um, Graham's always had some pretty good races there. You know, Christian, not bad. Um, so, but I think we had, I think our test there uh, showed us some things that will help us. And, uh, you know, that track's all about staying out of trouble, but also having a car that can kind of go wherever you need it to go. You know, because it, it can be pretty rough and challenging in some places and you got to go there sometimes. So your setup has to be able to take that. I think we'll be in good shape. And wrapping up here with Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan team owner Bobby Ray Hall, the weekend before you came to Mid-Ohio, you took a trip to London. Yeah. As a Chicago White Sox fan, I have to admit, I know that you're legitimately a huge Chicago Cubs fan. Yeah, please. If you could tell our listeners the why you were in London and what you did while you were there and how much you enjoyed it. Well, we only, we wanted to go to an away game. And uh, I guess you can't get much more away than London, you know. And, uh, you know, my wife's a huge Cubs fan. I am, as you all well know. 
And uh, so we decided, well, let's go over for a couple days. And I have to say, we had a great time. There were a lot of Brits at the game, a lot of Americans. It was really a special event. And so we're pleased to have gone there. And, uh, you know, I wish we'd won both games. We'll take, we'll take one out of two. Probably one of the most unique settings for a rivalry that involves the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cards. Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how many, how would you say the crowd was split? Oh, well, you know, I think it was pretty much 50-50, to be honest. I mean, there were a lot of, there was a lot of blue in the grandstands, but there was a lot of red, too. So I'd, I'd say 50-50. Were a lot of them from Great Britain, or were a lot of them people who traveled from the United States? Oh, I well, I don't know the actual, you know, what was the percentage split. Um, but as I said, you know, you're walking around, you, you hear a lot of British accents. You walk around, you're hearing a lot of Midwestern accents. So, again, I don't know what the split was, but I think there were a lot. I mean, there were about over 50,000 people at the game. And, you know, if I were a betting man, I'd say it was 50-50, you know, between the two. And I guess in many ways, spending a weekend in London is a pretty good place to spend a weekend. Well, if you got to go to an away game, that is a pretty good place. Bobby Rahal, co-owner of Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing. Good luck at the upcoming Hy-V IndyCar weekend at Iowa Speedway. Good luck the rest of the NTT IndyCar Series season. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Hy-V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. Thank you so much. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy, presented by High V. We want to thank our guest, IndyCar Series team owner and racing legend Bobby Rahal, for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy, presented by High V, your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. And because of our guests and listeners, Pit Pass Indy, presented by High V, is proud to be the winner of the best podcast by the National Motorsports Press Association. And for all your shopping needs, be sure to visit your local Hy-Vee, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the walls.